Hey everyone, it's Sensei Victoria Whitfield here, your journey partner in business, welcoming you back to episode 116 of the Journeypreneur podcast. This is your source for channeled holistic stress management techniques, guidance, inspiration, and motivation to stay on your path to rapid financial ascension and massive impact as a conscious entrepreneur. So the title of this podcast episode is... The antidote to fear. Um, and just now, as I was preparing to go live and uh, start recording this podcast episode, I got a divine download that this is going to have to be a two part um, discussion. And I was surprised by that. So let me explain. <laughs> um, as I've been going about my day today, there's. Um, Hello, hello. By the way, we are streaming on Facebook Live, sending so much love to our entrepreneur master manifestors who are watching live in the Facebook group um, as we are recording the podcast for our journeypreneurs. Special shout out to all of our journeypreneur podcast followers. Thank you. Thank you for your support. So earlier today, we were talking a lot about the honey badger virus, right? The cooties virus that's going around you know what I'm talking about. And there's a lot of fear that is um, gathering in the collective consciousness that's entirely unnecessary. And the vision that I got around that is essentially like junk food, where we're taking in to our minds, our bodies, and our spirits so much excess empty calories, right? The fear are empty calories into our system. But the what can happen is that if we don't know how to digest, if we don't have a proper digestion uh, system, energetically speaking, we'll get backed up. And the way that it looks emotionally and spiritually is in anxiety long-term anxiety, as well as feelings of stress, tension, nervous holding patterns, um, as well as panic, people uh, doing hyperactive buying. And the reason why there's so much hyperactive buying going on right now is to alleviate all of this excess energy, right? This, these excess calories, if you want to use the, the dietary metaphor, that our spiritual bodies, our mental bodies have been taking in, um, in within the last week or within recent days. Whenever you are watching or listening to this, you have plenty of invitations to be infected with the cooties mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, right? As we mentioned in a previous podcast episode. So be kind to yourself if you are suffering and noticing the different symptoms of being infected with the cooties on a more than physical, aka metaphysical level. Symptoms of that would be describing yourself as anxious, stressed out, worried, blocked, right? as well as unclear, like lacking clarity. If you feel like you've been lacking clarity or it's hard for you to connect in, to tune in, and to understand what the right next step is for you on your journey, chances are you are constipated. <laughs> Energetically and spiritually speaking. So there's 
There are two parts to being able to res- to have that fear an- antidote. Um, and this is going to be the first part. This is where most of my mastery lies. Um, the and the most cutting edge things that I've been studying. I'm gonna lead with that. And for those who are watching it on Facebook, you know that I gave you a little bit of a a preview of it. Starts with a P. <laughs> and I wonder where your mind has gone with that. Whether you're listening in on Facebook or on the podcast, go ahead and type in the comments below. I'm curious what 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 P word do you think? <laughs> I'm referring to go ahead drop it in there on in the comments on Facebook or while you're leaving a review um your five star review on iTunes I would love to hear what p word do you think I'm referring to I love it wink and so the first part uh, we are going to explore comes from the the most cutting edge studies that have had level of mastery that I'm at right now and then the second half is going to be the most popular answer. So I'd rather give you the juice first and then go into the popular answer and tear it apart. <laughs> so strap in, buckle your seatbelts, let's get this let's get this fear antidote going. Um our first part of this exploration that we're going on, this first step on our journey together, shall we? Right. So we need an antidote to fear. Why? Because there's plenty going. Right, there's plenty of fear cooties floating around, right, and influencing the way that we feel. And if you've been following my work for like two seconds, you know, (laughs) two seconds or more, what matters most is how you feel. What matters most is how you feel. This is the key to manifestation, is finding the highest feeling and staying there, cultivating that and being in charge of your feelings, right? Knowing that feelings have two sides, right? There's the non-physical feelings and the physical feelings. So the non-physical feelings are your mindset and your emotions, the stories that you are telling, right? These are all non-physical feelings, right? How anger feels without the body, right? All the things that don't involve uh, you biologically speaking. And then there's the physical side of if you're feeling anger, are you hot? and sweaty? Are you clammy? Are like, what's your posture? Uh, what's your central nervous system exhibiting at the time? How's your blood pressure? So on and so forth. There's two, two halves to feeling. And when you get into strategic feeling, you get into the space of being the creator of your life where you have much more control, uh, much more poise and connection to, to your ability to influence reality. I'd much rather you be infectious than infected. Go ahead and type that in the comments below. Hi, Sonia. Hi, Erin. Hi, Jennifer, uh, who are listening in live on Facebook. Go ahead and type that below. I am infectious, not infected. I am infectious, not infected. If you're listening in on the podcast, write it on a sticky, take a picture of it, post it, and hit me at Sensei Whitfield on Instagram. I would love to see your sticky notes of I am being infectious. I am not infected, right? Be kind to yourself. Um, If you've been carrying a lot of fear because 
that's basically what the dominant story is going on socially, in the media, right? Maybe even your clients are starting to exhibit fear, but there's an anecdote that you are to first, an antidote, an antidote that you are to first administer to yourself and then to others, right? The same way that if you're ever riding the airplane and the stewardess goes through the safety thing and they say in the event of a crash landing, the oxygen mask will drop. Make sure you put it on yourself first before giving and helping out to others. So you ready for the P word? (laughs) You are so ready for the P word. I know you are. Here we go. Believe it or not, the P word is pleasure. This is the antidote to fear. And in our two-part series on what is the antidote to fear, our first half is going to be the antidote that comes from the feminine. The second part is going to come from the masculine, and it's going to be very familiar. I'm not going to refer to it in this episode. We will talk about that next time. But right now, I would love to lead with speaking about the importance of pleasure. Just earlier today, I was listening in on a fabulous live teaching from the one and only Mama Gina, um, who I've studied with directly. And she made it, she had this wonderful point that she made going through what her perfect sexy fabulous day looks like. Um, And by the way, this applies to whether you are male or female, right? So guys, if you're listening in and you're rolling your eyes, go ahead and roll your eyes and miss out on your blessing. (laughs) Right? Um, And ladies, if you're listening, you hear pleasure and you want to just run and scream and hide, go ahead and run and scream and hide away from your power and from your blessing. You're welcome to. But for those of you who aren't running and who are instead leaning in, she was telling the story, Regina was telling the story, walking us through what, what her ideal day, her regular day looks like. And she says, by the time I'm arriving at lunch with a friend of mine, this person is talking to a woman who has already gotten hers for the day, right? Before anyone encounters me, I've already gotten mine. Write that down. Before anyone encounters me, I already got mine. Now, what does that mean? For some of you, it, for whatever reason, maybe you're having a bit of a dry spell and a thirsty time, you might be thinking it might have to do with orgasm. And quite frankly, go right ahead, right? It could have to do with something sexual. But pleasure is not just in a sexual box. If that's how you are doing pleasure, you are missing out on it. For those of you who are listening into the podcast, the Journeypreneur podcast, you know we're talking about the that staying on that path to rapid financial ascension and massive impact as a conscious entrepreneur. Why the hell are we talking about pleasure? Because this is the energy, not A, it is the energy that is going to keep you on that path. We're about staying on the path. How many of us as Conscious entrepreneurs start our businesses so excited, ramped up and ready to go. We're like, yeah, I'm going to launch the thing. And then we wonder, why am I not at the finish line? Like, your your whole thing jumps from, I'm going to launch the thing, to, 
Yeah, I made a million dollars. Why didn't I do it yet? I must be wrong. There must be something wrong with me. What's wrong with me? Why don't I have all the clients? Why don't I have all the team? Why don't I have all the accolades? Why don't I have all the visibility? Right? Jumping from start to finish. Jumping from the before to the after without the whole journey in between. You know, it's that that dash, <laughs> that dash between from and to, <laughs> um, that dash between start and finish, like when you were typing it out, say start, finish, that hyphen right there, that is everything. That is so much longer and so much more powerful than the start or finish, meaning the realization of the goal, right, or hitting your number or whatever, the journey is where the power is at. The reason why most businesses fail, I'd say 90% of businesses fail within the first year, right? One to three years, they'll tank. The reason why is because they don't have the energy to stay on the journey. And this is what we're talking about. When we're talking about the P word today is pleasure, right? So be kind to yourself. If when you think of that word, as a woman or as a man, you want to just barf or like throw tomatoes, rotten tomatoes at it until it get off the stage, <laughs> right? Or it's at the night at the Apollo and, you know, the, the guy comes out with the cane and tries to yank pleasure off the stage. No, let's talk about this because, gosh, when you are really feeling good, when you are enjoying yourself, when you are in a state of faith, positive expectation, and dare I say arousal, yes, yes, or yes, <laughs> when you're in that state, fear is not the dominant focus of your energy. Maybe it's in the background in the sense of, well, this is exciting. Oh, no, oh, no, oh, no, with a, with a sense of enjoyment um, to it, right? The the fear submits to pleasure when pleasure is really present. And you can tell when a woman has not enjoyed herself yet that day and is not enjoying, enjoying herself and what she's doing when she's around you. You can tell when a man has not really let loose and enjoyed himself, right? You can tell like that day or recently or when you're speaking to a man that really doesn't have any pleasure in his life, kind of like it feels like talking to a doorknob, right? Is this sounding familiar, right? Go ahead and relate. Let me know. If you're sending, if you're watching live on Facebook, drop me a comment, send me some heart bubbles. I would love to hear what's your story of seeing people drain dry, right? The pleasureless existence, they're full of fear, motivated by fear, or making sure that all of the fires are put out, right? If that's your gig, if that's the thing that's inspiring you to show up at work or to show up in your marketing or to show up for your clients or for your even your family of, all right, what fire do I need to put out right now? You are being drained dry, right? This is a pleasureless experience. And when I'm saying drain dry, this is not, I'm not just talking about juice <laughs> in your body biologically, but I'm also talking about your energy, right? 
Think like the Energizer Bunny having juice to like the you know, little little pink Energizer Bunny. He's like beating on the drum, do 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 do, and he's going the distance, right? He's able to stay on his journey because he has juice. He has the energy to stick with it. It gives him stamina, right? His little Energizer battery. Where the heck, how do you refuel your Energizer battery to stay on your journey in, in business in particular? So I'm talking to my conscious entrepreneurs. For those of you who don't have your business just yet, this also applies to staying on pursuing your dream in life, whatever that may be, right? Could be weight loss, could be, you know, finding the love of your life, what, what, whatever it is, right? Moving to a different state um, or creating a certain kind of art. How do you generate the juice to keep on going? Because when we are in an environment of high fear and high uncertainty, that takes way more energy from you in order for you to operate properly, right? As a baseline, right? Be kind to yourself. If you've been feeling freaking exhausted lately and you're wondering, why am I feeling so tired even though I'm not really doing much, the, the mind would say, I'm not really doing that much. Why am I so tired lately? Or I'm feeling emotionally exhausted, right? Or the minute that I open up my phone, suddenly I'm like, oh, right? Or the minute I start to hear a TV immediately, Ugh. Like, or, or see a certain person, I get suddenly feeling drained. It's actually because you, this is taking a lot more energy in order for you to process it. And you are not receiving energy from a resource that truly nourishes you. So instead, you're receiving, like I said at the beginning of this podcast um, and broadcast, you're receiving empty calories, like a ton of junk. (laughs) A ton of junk is being sent your way of things that don't inspire pleasure, don't inspire your energy, don't lift you up, right? Push your shoulders back, root you down into the earth and open your heart eyes, right? And you open your womb to receiving more out of life. Be kind to yourself if you've been feeling exhausted, right? Or Um, tight is another version of feeling exhausted because you're in protection mode. This is a need for pleasure. This is a need for pleasure. That is the P word of the day. I don't care what age you are. You're a little kid or you're an awesome old dude or an old lady. Doesn't matter. (laughs) Or you're anywhere in between. I don't care if you are female, male, trans, or you don't know what you're doing right now, but you're in transition. (laughs) Right? Love is love. Doesn't matter. Pleasure is an energy that every single living being needs. Why do cats give us the time of day? Everyone on here, shout out to all my cat guardians. Um, all of those who have cats, why would a cat give you the time of day? Because you pat the cat, (laughs) right? They will come and demand all of the pets because this is an energy. They understand that instinctually, right? If cats need the pets, so do you, (laughs) right? Same thing for dogs. Why are dogs so freaking loyal to us as human beings? Because we're like, oh, we're going to pat you, right? So with 
with that, there is a need for pleasure now more than ever. This is the first and foremost, most potent antidote to fear. This is the long-acting antidote. In the second um, part of this series, I'm going to go into what is the fast-acting antidote to fear. But I want to begin with the one that's really going to ground you and root you, and this is pleasure. Now, let's get into exactly what the heck that is, because if you only associate pleasure with um, being like with sexual intercourse or orgasm or something like that, you are, you got a lot of work to do. (laughs) All I can say, that's all I can say. And by the way, if you're listening and thinking, well, you know, we're supposed to be conscious entrepreneurs. Why are we talking about pleasure? Have you read Think and Grow Rich? There's a whole chapter on sex and like sexual energy transmutation in there. Go read the book. Right. And that's like one of the oldest books in our field. Right. So be kind to yourself if you feel a little squeamish around this. You can always run away. <laughs> you can always press stop and quietly hide the, your device somewhere where no one, including you, will find it ever again. <laughs> well, with that being said, let's talk a little bit more about how can we create um, positive pleasure and diversify our portfolio of pleasure, right? For us, those of us who are investors, you know it's not good to only invest in one type of thing. Well, I'm going to buy up all the water stocks, for example. That would be a disaster, right? Or I'm only going to buy a ton of, like, Bitcoin. That would be a disaster. Shout out to all my, like, cryptocurrency peeps. Be kind to yourself. We have to diversify if we're going to have stability for the long haul and generate and grow a wealth of um, a wealth of resource. We're talking personal energy here, but it could be the resource of money if you're investing, right? Metaphorically speaking. But if for the long haul you want to be able to generate a wealth of resource, we must diversify. So one of the fastest ways that you can start to diversify your ability to experience, receive, appreciate, and generate pleasure for yourself first and then for others, right? Because this is not all just about uh, self-help, right? Self-help by itself becomes shelf-help. So the way that we diversify is very simple. We'll start with Aristotle's five senses. Now, the ancient Egyptians believe we had over 306 senses that they've documented. But for the sake of brevity, we're just going to stick with good old Aristotle's five senses that everyone's used to. Um, experts today agree that there's between 16 and 23, right? So there, Aristotle says sight, sound, taste, touch, smell, right? In grade school, everyone learned that, Um Sight, sound, taste, touch, smell are the five senses that we have. Now, there are other senses such as magnetoception, proprioception, thermoception. What are those? Magnetoception is um, sensing a magnetic field, right? Being able, when when two magnets are coming together, that that is a sense. You can sense a magnetic field. Proprioception is the ability to sense where your limbs are, right? So that your head is above your legs. That is proprioception, 
right? Thermoception is the ability to sense temperature, right? So that's, you know, things are hot or cold. You know, there are plenty of other basic senses. But again, five. We're just going to focus on five for now for the sake of brevity and expanding our pleasure repertoire. What's deeply tied to enjoying more pleasure and generating more energy as a result, right, in your life is having a sense of sensuality, sight, sound, taste, touch, smell, things that you appreciate, things that give you positive triggers, right, that are within the five senses, things that give you positive visual, right, sight, the sense of sight, positive visual triggers, uh, colors that you enjoy, art that you enjoy, so having sayings on the wall or, or around that trigger your ability to have increased faith or to take a moment to savor life or to be grateful, positive triggers visually. This will generate energy. So moving on, sight, sound, right? So beautiful sounds. If you are just working in an environment that is completely and totally silent, there's, I don't, I don't know about you, but for me, there's like a, a deafening sound to silence that is really hard for me to focus. So having beautiful sounds, whether it's nature sounds, um, good music to get up and dance to your, your phone or your, even your alarm clock, making sure your alarm clock is something pleasurable rather than something that smacks you awake. You can have something that instead of smacking you awake, your ver- your most vulnerable moment passes from from deep sleep into being awake you want this to be a pleasurable experience why can't it be something that invites you to dance or invites you to get up out of the bed and be like yeah baby all right it's time to be awake right what what song what sound would that be right pleasurable sounds sight sound taste pleasurable taste why are you eating things or chewing on things that are not pleasurable to your palate? Why would you settle for anything less? Do you want to go on like a foodie exploration adventure, right? Being able to vary the different types of food that you're eating, textures, right? Um, And all of the different tastes, bringing more pleasure into the food that you are eating, right? Allowing that to come into your environment. So right now we're talking about diversifying how you have pleasure. It is the P word of the day. This is the antidote to fear. It is pleasure, right? And now talking about sensuality as a way to diversify pleasure, we are on sight, sound, taste, touch. Touch is our relationship with texture, right? Our ability um, to savor the way things physically feel, right? The the beauty of being touched as well, of course, having hugs and whatnot. But okay, if you cannot be around other people, what types of textures do you want in your environment that give you the feeling of being connected or soft and enjoyable feeling held? For me, it's fuzzy things, heavy, fuzzy things. I love having heavy, fuzzy things. Um, When we work in the Visionary Shaman Circle, my VIP program, everybody knows that when we are getting ready to meditate as a group of conscious entrepreneurs, we all pull out our blankets 
everybody like you get your blanket ready and other people have their eye covers but it's like it's a sensory immersion which is so incredibly grounding i'm going to tell you a little bit more about grounding in a moment because that's what we're working up to diversifying our pleasure so the power of touch and texture diversifying that in your environment making sure you have textures that trigger your sense of enjoyment or give you energy so for example in my car i always you know the little stick shift uh, i have a manual but the 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 little thing that you um change gears with i have around it wrapped is a feather boa and not because i'm just extra although i am but the reason why is because while I am driving, sometimes I get anxious because people are like, rah, I'm a New Jersey driver and I'm going to be cray cray, right? There's a thing we have called the Jersey slide. So whenever that's happening, I am touching the feathers on the feather boa and thinking to myself, this is ridiculous and silly and laughing to myself. And that lightens my energy so that I don't drive with a sense of road rage or road anxiety. Instead, I'm laughing and fondling feathers as I drive down the highway. (laughs) Yeah, right? Touch, the power of touch creates energy, right? For me, that bolsters my confidence and keeps me alert, keeps me awake and present. So again, going through the five senses, it's sight, sound, taste, touch, and then smell. Smell, I remember back when I was studying um, in college at Rutgers University in New Brunswick, and uh, we were in creative writing class, and writing poetry, I I will never forget my poetry professor saying, out of all of the senses that you can evoke in writing, smell is the most emotional. It has the most incredibly powerful effect on emotions is smell. And with that being said, having scents in your environment, in your workspace, that increase a sense of pleasure, um, that energize you or give you a sense of um, enjoyment, causing you to pause and savor the moment, not on blast. Like for me, I'm I can't take the essential oils, so I'm not like a, a oil lady. Don't don't come at me with your MLM of oils. I can't. But for s- smells that are light and and enjoyable in the environment depending on whatever your palate is right this can trigger you having more energy right it is on the flip side like the total flip side it in paranormal studies it has been documented many times that if you go into a house that has a malevolent haunting nine times out of ten you will start to smell sulfur right? Something that just smells terrible, like the rotten eggs, like the really rotting bad scent. It's another sign that something not very good is going on, right? So that, again, is a very emotional trigger, right? So making sure that in your environment on a daily basis that the the scents that are around you are things that trigger your pleasure, right? Going back to the other end of the spectrum here, talking about pleasure, And that will add to your energy and take you out of a fear state. For example, 
right now. I have this wonderful candle going, and it is cardamom and vetiver. I'm in love with vetiver. So sexy. And the scent for me is energizing, as well as the beauty of the fire. Like, for me, that is a constant source of energy, bringing that into my space, right? Or the art that I keep on the walls that inspires me to remember who and what I am, right? Big giant six foot by six foot rendition of Kuan Yin is behind me. For those of you who are listening in on the Journeypreneur podcast, you can't see uh, the stream in the Entrepreneur Master Manifestors Facebook group going on right now. But there's this beautiful rendition of a six foot by six foot goddess at my back, Always, whenever I'm live on camera, because it is a constant visual, spatial reminder of who I really am, right? I'm here to remind myself of my divinity, but I anchor that in my space. Someone watching in right now is an interior designer. Shout out to Marilyn Hill in Nashville, Tennessee. And she's like vibing the hell out of this right now. So like, yes, yes, yes. Energy. But this is what we need now more than ever. Take charge of the circumstances that are around you right now. Do not allow yourself to be infected with the cooties of fear. Do not allow it. Draw the line in the sand and say absolutely no more. I'm not going to be infected. I will be infectious. I'm not going to be infected. I will be infectious. Right? And use these steps five senses to integrate more pleasure into your environment so that you have the energy to stay in the fight. You are going to run out of gas. You will on your journey. If you're in it for the long haul, I know I am. This is my life purpose. Uh, I'm assuming, but maybe, maybe not. But for those of you who are listening in right now, you also have a business that is also mission-driven or purpose-driven, and this is something that takes a long time. I love that. Sensual sovereignty. Right on, Marilyn. Well said. Right? So the more that you are able to fuel your energy for the long haul and build it into your environment, build it into your lifestyle, the more you're going to have energy to stay on this path. And no matter how much bullshit fear they're sending your way, you have all these wonderful resources already filling you up, right? Not panicked. And I'm not going to be panicked because there's too much good going on already in, in my life. And thanks to the good that's already been there, I have what is called a sense of being grounded. Now, what do I, do I mean like grounded as in go to your room, you're grounded? No, no. Grounded is a sense of poise and confidence because you are connected to your power. That's what grounded means. In an electrical sense, that also means um, being connected to your neutral. So, right, when there's excess negative charge, um, and I'm talking as an electrical engineer right now, or excess positive charge coming through an electrical system, if the system is not grounded, the the device, right, is going to blow up because it can't handle the excess charge. But for devices that are grounded, right, it has that third prong that sticks right into the dirt. No matter how excess the negative charge is or how excess the positive charge is, we're going to be able to process that because we're connected to the neutral, right? Because that means we are grounded. 
Another way to go about that is turning on that pleasure. So this is where we're going to leave it off for today. Um, this is just for today, as we say in Reiki, your one focus is how can I turn up the volume on pleasure in my life, especially in the face of fear, right? If I'm reading something that is making me feel fearful, if I'm talking to someone who's making me feel fearful, what can I do to quite frankly, turn myself on. And remember, sight, sound, taste, touch, smell. Being turned on is not just getting... (laughs) It's not just orgasm, right? It's not just intercourse. There's way more going on. There doesn't have to be anybody else in charge of that. In fact, this is a public service announcement, you are responsible for your own arousal. It is not cool to make other people responsible for turning you on. It is not cool to expect other people to deal with your own sexual arousal energy. Consent is sexy, right? And the only reason why anyone is trying to like push themselves or push their sexual desire or their arousal desire on others is because they have not been personally responsible for taking care of getting theirs in the first place. They don't know how to practice their own pleasure, right? That means they have poor personal hygiene. And for those who would do that, poo-poo on you, you guys suck. Consent is sexy. This is the PSA, and I'm ending it here. We are all responsible for our own pleasure. And let this be your how-to in taking charge of that personal responsibility. So you have the energy to go and tackle the day, no matter how spooky things try to get out there or people make you try to think things are becoming. Don't believe the hype. Don't let anybody control your connection to your ground. With that being said, I'm sending you so much love. Please make sure that you subscribe on iTunes to the Journeypreneur Podcast. This is episode 116. So if this is your first time tuning into the podcast, hi, thank you. Make sure you subscribe and leave that five-star review. Um, And leave me a comment. What was the one thing that turned you on the most about today's episode? And as always, I'm going to end it right here. With the same thing that I say every time, please remember to enjoy the journey. Do not lose your glow as you grow in life and business. And I will see you in the next podcast episode. Bye for now.